Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today we're talking about a particular remedy called Arsenicum Iodatum. Many of you are very, very familiar with Arsenicum. It's the remedy we use, Arsenicum Album. It's the remedy we use when we feel we've been poisoned or when we see chemtrails. <laughs> um, if we have, like, we went out to eat and we, oh, the food, I don't know, it didn't set well in my tummy. We always take Arsenicum Album. And if there's, like, diarrhea due to what we think might be food poisoning or exposure to some sort of toxin, we always take Arsenicum Album. Today, the topic of our subject is Arsenicum Iodatum. And again, we have the element of Arsenicum, which is toxicity. And then we add the iodine element, which is very corrosive and more degenerative. So like I said, there's a lot of the same properties. There's that restlessness of Arsenicum. But now with the iodatum added to it, we look at it as more of a degenerative remedy. So with that, I the little picture in my in this remedy is one of the new remedies in my book. And I have a picture like the Tasmanian devil on there. <laughs> because who does this remedy suit well? Well, it suits anyone that has like upper respiratory issues, those with a fever or swollen glands, hypothyroid conditions, someone with AIDS, those with a tendency to allergies or hay fever and asthma, tubercular conditions, children, especially children who are hyperactive but not aggressive. It's an amazing remedy for those children, especially if they have a lot of colds and flu. It's really a good remedy to look at. These children and persons who need this remedy have a tremendous restlessness about them. And they are the type of people you're going to say to, oh my gosh, can't you just sit still for a minute, please? Because they really can't. And it's not, it's not a oh, I, you know, don't have anything to do. They're always doing something. They always seem engaged in whatever they're doing, and they just are busy. It's not like they're going to be jumping out of airplanes or anything like that necessarily, but they are just always busy. Clark used this remedy for heart diseases and chronic cough, for dyspnea. Remember, we talk about dyspnea all the time. It's like that want of breath, shortness of breath. Um, He used it for degenerative changes and loss of strength. It's a great remedy, like I said, for allergies and asthma, skin issues like eczema and psoriasis. Um, The mind, like I said, is always restless, especially at night, which drives them out of bed. Oversensitive to noise or sensual impressions. They are averse to being spoken to, unable to study, which can actually cause them to have a headache. Okay, Um, (laughs) so as long as we're talking about Clark... I had gone to my Practical Materia Medica by John H. Clark, and I wanted to read to you a couple of stories from his book. Um, He says it is a medicine of wide range and great power. He says chronic inflammatory states of the lungs and bronchial tubes with profuse greenish-yellow 
pus-like expectoration and shortness of breath are especially relieved by it. He goes on to say that Kent observed in a proving made by himself that a thick yellow discharge resembling honey is characteristic and he cured with it a case of disease of the nasal bones with weak intellect in a girl being guided by the symptom, the symptom discharge, excoriating, thick, and yellow. So based on that guiding symptom, he gave her arsenicum iodatum, and there was great improvement in the mental state. And then Dr. Hale, his keynote for the remedy is the particular persistently irritating corrosive character of all the discharges. He says that in hay fever or oteria or leucorrhea, there's a fetid, corrosive discharge, and fetid meaning foul odor. And in diarrhea, where the evacuation scald, it is indicated. So that's what Hale says. He says it has been used successfully in tumors, including epithelioma. Wells, Dr. Wells cured a case of left axillary tumor in a lady of 49 years old. The gland was the size of a hen's egg, exuding a fluid which formed a hard brown crust. The tumor was painful and very sensitive. The left breast enlarged and indurated, and meaning hardened, and very sore. There was also yellow, bloody, and irritating leucorrhea with swelling of the labia. That, those are notes from Dr. Hale. In many cases of a weakened heart, I have found arsenicum iodatum a signal service, more especially when associated with the chronic lung conditions. Many skin affections have been remedied by it also particularly dry, scaly, burning, and itching eruptions, such as psoriasis, tinea, empantigo, pityriasis. The consumption diathesis is in itself a strong indication for the remedy. In other words, the tubercular state is a very strong indication for this remedy. They go on to say that during influenza epidemic in this country, meaning England, arsenicum iodatum was specific for pink eye. The form it took among horses, but it was not found of such general utility among the human patients. So that was really, really interesting. In fact, it's not t too long ago, somebody called me. I don't know if it was for their horse, for the cow. What do I use for pink eye? <laughs> you know, it's nice to have a homeopathic remedy. I know I will say that um, boric acid is, you know, dissolved in warm water is probably the most effective antibacterial for pink eye that I know of. And that keeps it from passing from animal to animal. A lot of people use colloidal silver, which also kills on contact and keeps it from spreading from animal to animal. But it is nice to be able to know a homeopathic remedy that's going to work to change the disposition within the animal or within the person so that they're not going to get it again. You see what I'm saying? Because we can kill on contact any bacteria but that doesn't change the disposition within the organism, the human or the animal. So that's why it's really nice to have a homeopathic remedy for that. I know a lot of times we use Eyebrite, which is Euphrasia, and um, which works amazingly well as also. Going back to the breast cancer issue, I was having a conversation with a couple of friends of mine, and oddly enough, both of them had lost their mothers to breast cancer. And that was back before they were using homeopathy. They now use homeopathy and they, they look back and they say, oh my gosh, if we could have helped with homeopathy. The description that Hale is talking about here is so 
like what my friends were discussing with their with their mothers. And like I said, I've never known anyone that had breast cancer that had this type of issue, but it is really interesting how homeopathy really speaks to the body. When you have that correct remedy, that remedy that you have that similum, you have those indicating guiding symptoms and you give the remedy and the body just, it's like it's, it'll stop. It's like suspended. That disease state will be suspended for a, a bit. Then there might be a little bit of aggravation and then it just starts getting better. And people will say, oh, well, you know, I had this symptom and it just went away. So it must not really have been cancer. It must not really have been this or that. And I just smile because it's not the homeopathic remedy that's doing the curing. All it's doing is speaking to the body by giving it the original message of that particular element that's natural to the earth, that God gave us on the earth. And we've just taken that element that's usually quite toxic <laughs> if taken, you know, like in whole form. So it's so diluted down and potentized, in other words, diluted, 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 and so that it's rendered harmless. And then, but that original energy is still there. And that's what speaks to the body. That's what tells it, hey, heal. And so the body gets that message and it's like, oh, yay. And it just starts healing. It's just like being really, really sick and someone's waiting on you and they bring you a cup of homemade chicken soup and you're like oh no 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 thank you I'm not really hungry and they say no you eat this now you this is good for you so you take that first bite of that homemade chicken soup and it's like your whole body just warms it almost like a shiver and then it warms and you just and eat the rest of that soup and you're so thankful that's kind of the way the body responds to a homeopathic remedy it doesn't necessarily want it okay but you take that homeopathic remedy and it just rallies and then it starts healing. And I know there's so many naysayers when it comes to homeopathy nowadays because we're, we're being ridiculed and laughed at. <laughs> and that's okay. Because even our Lord said, you know, we're not always going to be popular amongst all men, right? But that's okay because we see the truth in these natural things that God has given us. And that's why I, this, this remedy, this arsenicum iodatum, I remember... Okay, yeah, you all know I used to smoke. <laughs> it's actually embarrassing, but at the same time, hum humbling, because no one is perfect. You know, I, I don't know a single person that's absolutely perfect. We all have something, some weakness or some sort, but years ago when I used to smoke, I had this, I had developed this cough, and my husband, he used to like pick on me. He'd say, oh, you better you better watch it. You better, you should quit smoking. That cough is going to get you. And I would actually have to leave bed because I'd lay down at night and I'd start coughing. I, didn't, I coughed in the morning when I got up for a few minutes, but then when I'd lay down at night now, I started this cough. It was kind of a dry cough, but yet I could, I could feel it. It just, it was, it was so encompassing and I would just cough, 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 cough. This went on for quite some time. And finally one night I was just lying on the sofa and I was just literally almost in tears. And I'm like, Lord, Oh, I can't live with this. It, I just can't live with this cough. And all of a sudden, the homeopathic remedy, the name Arsenicum Iodatum came to my mind. Well, I had already collected quite a pharmacy at that time because I was doing all this reading. And so I would make sure I had a particular remedy in my pharmacy, but I had never used this remedy. And all of a sudden, the remedy name came to my mind. And so I went to my office and I got the homeopathic remedy arsenicum iodatum. I only had it in a 200. 
Well, back then I still had a little bit of <laughs> vitality, <laughs> not like today. But I took that remedy and I laid down and I felt such a relief. I coughed one more time. I took the remedy a second dose about 10 minutes later. I laid back down. I fell sound asleep and I never coughed again. I, it was just, it just cured that cough. And then, like I said, I, I did end up quitting smoking a couple years after that, but I didn't have that cough anymore. And I mean, weak heart definitely runs in our family. <laughs> it's just kind of something that is carried through. It's not a, it's not a really bad heart or anything, but what was going on? I don't know. I never went to the doctor. I just had that symptom, that restlessness had to get up. It drove me from my bed at night. And I thought of this remedy and I took it and it cured me. And it's not to say I never cough anymore, but I don't have that chronic cough that I had developed at that time. So I really love this remedy. I've, I have a couple of grandkids that respond super well to it. And I will tell you that the common denominator here is that restlessness. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty restless myself. I've no grass ever grows under my feet. I love to sit and read a good book, but I have to be engrossed in something or I can't sit still. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, anyway. <laughs> um, so if you can just kind of see that picture in your mind of arsenicum iodatum, it'll really, really help you to understand when to use it and how to use it. The other thing is, is like I said, we have to consider the fact that it's always excoriating, that burning, acrid coryza. So we can think of where Alium sepa has the acrid nasal discharge and the burning on the upper lip and has burning of the eyes, but the lacrimation or the draining from the eyes is not acrid. Arsenicum iodatum is acrid and it does burn the secretion of the eyes as well as other orifices where there's discharge, it does burn and aggravate. The expectoration is always burning. Like I said, even Hale said that it even burns, the fecal evacuations even burn. So it's very, very acrid in all discharges. So if you can kind of remember that as well, then that will be helpful. If, if someone has like, allergy type symptoms, but it's not acrid, if it's bland, then this is not going to be a remedy to look at. You have those guiding symptoms like that, that help you to understand that this is a good remedy or not necessarily a good remedy, but it does have an affinity for those bronchial pulmonary issues the like say the, um, the tuberculosis or the wheezing when you lie down, the breathing can be very rapid, even at rest, increasing rapidly on exertion so they get up to try and move around and <laughs> they breathe even heavier it can be shallow but quick and rapid there can be the dyspnea the shortness of breath in night sweats heat and certain parts pneumonia that fails to clear up morrison writes arsenicum iodatum has been used frequently in hyperactive children these children can literally tear apart the doctor's office not out of maliciousness but from restlessness and Kent reported a case of mental retardation and sinusitis cured with this remedy. So obviously there was a child who had mental incapabilities and then chronic sinus issues that were corrosive and this remedy cured. So like I said, when it fits, use the remedy. Thick yellow honey-like nasal discharge. There's not a lot of remedies that have yellow discharge. We have sulfur, we have hydrastis, calibec, 
graphites. There, you know, there's a few that have that. But if there's that restlessness that goes with it, then do consider this remedy. The skin issues are kind of interesting as well because you can have the psoriasis or the eczema that has um, the honey-colored, yellow honey-colored discharge, but it can also be dry or scaly and itching and then exfoliation of the skin in large scales. And then when that large scale falls off, it can leave a red mark or red skin underneath it. This person can actually appear very, very ill. And so, you know, like I said, if you use the guiding symptoms and the restlessness, the restlessness is there, or the cough, or the bronchitis, the discharge, the acrid discharge, honey-colored discharge, you know, look at all those different things. But that restlessness is always going to be there, and they are going to be in a weakened condition. So, it, and you're going to wonder why they're so chronic. And even though they're so sick, they still want to move about. So when you see that, you're looking at the picture of arsenicum iodatum, and it may very, very well be a very good remedy to look more closely at. All right, so I'm not going to keep harping on this remedy, <laughs> but it is a good one for our times. I know a lot of people have told me that when they had COVID, this was the remedy that really, really helped them. Or when they had, you know, the flu and they just couldn't seem to get over it, this was a really good remedy for them. So I wanted to talk about it so that to bring it to your awareness so that it's something maybe you can put in your pharmacy so you can have on hand. And like I said, when I used it, I used it in a 200, but I was young and healthy. The children I know that have been having these, they're not chronic, but they're repeating acute situations and they've been using the 200 as well. I would also like, I would have it in a 30C. So if you have someone who is in a weakened condition, I would use the 30C versus a 200. All right, folks, I'm going to let you go. I hope this has been helpful. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.